0: So it was the morning of my wedding and I held my breath as I gripped the handle of the hotel fridge, nervous about what I was going to see when I opened it. Because inside, propped up against the milk cartons in Vegemite glasses of water, were the three bouquets, one larger for myself and two smaller ones for my flower girls, that I'd grown myself, picked, wired and arranged. Deep down I knew that they might not have made it through the night. And to be fair, they weren't looking too perky on the drive up to the Adelaide Hills the day before. Some of the delicate white flowers were bruised and the succulents were going a little floppy already. Before I opened that fridge door, I promised myself that no matter the state of my bouquets, that it really wasn't important in the big scheme of things, that I was still going to marry Matt and have a wonderful wedding with my family and friends. But I've got to confess, once I finally opened that fridge door and clocked the apparent death of my DIY wedding flower dreams, my eyes welled up with tears of frustration and I kept my head deeper in the fridge than I needed to for much longer than I needed to because I felt sick to my stomach. I'd completely fucked it up. I'm pretty sure I've shared my very own DIY flower disaster story with you before on the podcast, but as the lessons are both timeless, relevant, and in hindsight, pretty bloody funny too, it bears repeating, especially in the context of interviewing Lisa from 50 Flowers in the United States. Lisa is a trailblazing entrepreneur a hot yoga enthusiast and the owner-operator of one of the biggest, most education-supported, customer-centric and innovative farm-to-arms DIY wedding flower companies in the world. And today, Lisa is going to teach you her best tips for budget-conscious couples looking to create stunning floral arrangements of their very own the three different levels of involvement you can choose to have with your DIY wedding flowers, and the new wedding trends and shifts she's seeing for this year, including the increased use of AI. Plus, she will share what she considers to be the biggest misconception and mistakes people make with DIY wedding flowers and how you can overcome them. Let's get stuck into it. Unbridely is a community of pro wedding vendors who believe in freedom and integrity in weddings, giving you options, solutions, tips and tricks to create the experience and memories that you and your fiancé really want and deserve because we believe that weddings are a team sport. With how-tos, stories and interviews with recently married couples, we find out what went right and what they'd change if they could go back and do it all over again. I'm Camille, and welcome to the Unbridly podcast. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast.
1: So excited to be here today and share about flowers with you.
0: Yes, we're going to delve really deep and go into the DIY side of things, which is like this big, scary road that's all, you know, foggy and mysterious, and you're going to work it all out for us. But first, we've got to, you know, we've got to let everyone know your authority here. So tell us who you are, you know, where you're from, what you do.
1: Okay, my name is Lisa Roser. I was born with a flower name. I did not make that up. And I had no idea I was going to be in the flower industry until after graduating from the university, I did two years with the United States Peace Corps. I was in Ecuador working with small businesses down there. And All of the sudden, I found myself literally in the fields of all of these magnificent flowers working for farmers and helping them, you know, just come up with business plans on how we can sell the flowers and get them and export them into the United States and all over Europe. And when I finished Peace Corps, I didn't want to come home. So I fell into the flower industry. And fast forward 25 years later... I own 50flowers.com. Own and operate. It's important to say. And we are a team that we've delivered flowers to over a million events. That's a lot of flowers. That
0: is amazing, Lisa.
1: And there are moments where you stop and you go, wait, and it's been 25 years. And you can just imagine back in the day when, you know, I had this crazy idea of bringing the flowers from our flower farms to the couple's arms over the internet. We were all on Netscape. Yeah, it would have been the Wild West back then. If you do way back time and you look at the first versions of 50 Flowers, you are going to just get the church giggles because, oh my. And we thought that was beautiful. It was at the time. It was like that was cutting edge.
0: I know next to nothing about flowers, Lisa, so you're really going to have to hold my hand and walk me through this. But the one flower that I do know that we get a lot here in Australia Mm -hmm. for weddings is the Ecuadorian quicksand roses.
1: Well, first off, I'm shocked you get a lot of them because five years ago, it wasn't a brand new variety. Right. And now it's, we're trying our hardest to grow more and more quicksand to really lean into the
0: market demand. Because that's all I know. So I'm really glad that's the thing. Yes,
1: it is. It really is a thing. In fact, I convinced one of my growers, Juan, to take out all of his red roses for valentine 's Day and put in quicksand, so we have a farm that is a hundred well it 's eighty percent quicksand driven for the wedding market,
0: yes right, oh wow, there you go oh I feel, I feel like I know something now, this is wonderful, okay, you just hit a great buzzword <laughs> I hit quicksand. A gold river there, okay, great, okay, massive, massive history in flowers, farming, but also online, you know, back when you were like on bikes working the internet. Yeah. Could you please tell our listener just exactly what 50 Flowers does? 50 Flowers is an online
1: catalogue where we showcase over 3,500 different flowers for you to be able to purchase and have delivered all throughout the United States. Our core focus is DIY weddings and that wedding journey is not just your, you know, big day. It's every part of your wedding events. Mm. You know, we have showers, we have bridal parties, we have bachelorettes. It all starts with the big engagement, you know, it's when, you know, we get down on a knee and ask for the hand in marriage flowers could participate in that wonderful, magical moment that sparks all of the journey. You come to 50 flowers and we start to engage with you. And we demystify all those fears that you talked about. The thought of putting on a wedding. Yeah, it's terrifying. (laughs) It's overwhelming. And it's stressful. And you're the center of attention. And What we really try to do is help you build a plan around your wedding flowers so that you don't feel overwhelmed. You know, we've done this for years and we know how to help you. We started a blog 15 years ago. Do you know how many tips and tricks you can have Mm. with 15 years? What are the best, what to avoid, how to build this bouquet, how to make an arch, You know, we have an incredible resource for you to help, you know, to help our family, our flower family, make it through the most stressful day of their wedding.
0: That's really cool. So for those who are going, yeah, I'd love to get my hands a little dirty. I'd love to actually be a part of creating my very own DIY flowers, whether it's for the wedding day itself or the pre-events or the post-events. There's all sorts of brunches and stuff that are going on post the actual wedding day now. You know, what have you seen? Like, what are some of the big wins and advantages of DIYing your wedding flowers? Okay, first, Camille,
1: just for a moment. We just made a verb. What do we say? DIYing. 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 I
0: know. How bad is that? (laughs) (laughs) DIYing. It's very Aussie of me to say that.
1: Oh, is that very Australian?
0: Yeah, yeah. We just smash words together. And then when we get sick of those, we just cut them in half. We're um, very relaxed with the English language. I've been known to make up
1: a lot of words myself. (laughs) So maybe that's just some Australian roots in me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, talking towards your DIY wedding flowers, I think it's one of the most important points I'd love to start with is your wedding flowers play such an important role, not only in today, in your future, but really way down the road. You know, you're going to reflect back on your pictures and what most of all is going to pop out at you, you know, maybe your beautiful dress, you know, maybe the smiles on your face, maybe, you know, your back, you know, the backdrop, but your wedding flowers they really do just genuinely brighten up your mood. So think about it. When was the last time you received flowers?
0: Me?, uh, Do you know what? I got a beautiful bouquet because I'm a marriage celebrant by trade here in Australia. Um, a gorgeous couple. I married them, and they were just so thrilled. they sent me a bunch. Okay. When you
1: saw the flowers, what was the first thing you did?
0: <laughs> I smiled
1: just like you did right now. Those of you who cannot see her face, I just saw this glisten of just happiness come. Flowers bring happiness and it's a universal language. So having incredible wedding flowers, I think it's one of the most important points. And it is part of the reason why, you know, I founded this company. It's one of our core values. We believe, you know, we believe that you can create Oh, if you just have a plan and stick to it, you can create your own wedding flowers.
0: You're bringing the joy and you're bringing the involvement as well of, you know, the coupled into creating that for themselves and for the guests and for their future. Yeah, that's huge. I just wondered whether, you know, over so many years, whether there's certain Couples, certain projects that have really stood out in your mind that 50 Flowers have played a part of? Yeah, that's kind of interesting.
1: And one of our, you know, one of our core values is to celebrate. You know, we need to celebrate our failures and our wins. And I am terrible at remembering all of, you know, all of the big names of the people that we've worked with which they've been all of them, you know, from Martha Stewart to Brides Magazine to you name it. A couple of my favorite stories that that resonate with me, I, I was like a month away from birthing my second baby. Okay. She's 13 now. And I was on the phone with the rep because I was going to store her umbilical cord. And the woman, you know, she asked for my email and I tell her, you know, Liza at flowerscom It's easier to say Liza than Lisa because (laughs) it's Belle Z, right? And she goes, wait, 50 flowers, you work there? She's like, I just ordered my wedding flowers from there. And that was one to where I was able to go into her wedding order and triple what she ordered. And then we got a follow-up phone call. And I didn't do that out of, you know, I just, I, I truly want people to have a beautiful wedding, you know? And I get it. We're all in a budget and we all are limited And I have another really great story. This is one of my favorite stories. It happened three months ago. I was in Kansas City picking up my daughter from summer camp. Uh, She got shipped off to, yes, shipped off to. I was with my dad and one of my best friends and we were having brunch and, you know, our server walked up and she saw my computer where it said 50 flowers on it. And she proceeded to ask if I worked there. And I said, absolutely, I do. She said, I just got married six weeks ago. I use their flowers, oh. and they are amazing. I want to tell everybody about it because my experience from you know having the confusion of how do I choose my flowers, you know, all the way through getting them delivered, and how you handheld me through all of the delivery process, the processing, and then she she said you work there, and I just went on going yeah I work there I work there, and then one of my friends who was there along the whole journey. You know, she was there those early days of creating this brand. She was like, oh, sweetie, she owns the company. And this girl just went, I mean, hugs. We did, you know, she's like, can I get a picture with you? Can you sign something for me? And it's not, it wasn't really about me. Yeah, It's about my team. We help make a special day. And then, you know, tears came from my eyes when i saw camille what she was able to create oh she shared photos oh she shared photos we did a video and like a testimony on it and it was it was a beautiful brilliant. moment those are the those are the rich moments that you know it's like when you receive a card back saying thank you you know for making my day yeah. so special
0: yeah absolutely it's, um, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it sounds crazy, doesn't it? And I don't think that people who are outside of maybe weddings or events really grasp it because maybe they only have one really big milestone birthday or event or something like that that they plan for and, you know, organize and are a part mm-hmm. of or, you know, guest of honor at. But for us, when we put so much in, seeing that result and seeing the joy come back is just the absolute ultimate. And it is the most wonderful drug ever. Um, That story is so good. Lisa, I've got to ask, is it possible, do you think, to get a couple of the photos of this server from Kansas of her wedding? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would love to share that. And I bet the listener is just going, so show us already. So, okay. We, we know the wins, we know the wins, but the advantages, like what do you think the advantages are of DIY wedding flowers?
1: Well, let me talk about one of the trends that through these 25 years of working in weddings that I am truly seeing. I'm seeing a lot of personalization, you know, and it's bringing in your own story into the wedding. It's not about, oh, we're going to show up at the chapel and get married and then go drink a keg of beer, like in the good old days. Today, it's more about like the love story and it's about what truly matters and is meaningful to us and who are we choosing to have at our wedding versus, oh, we have to have these people because we were at their wedding. And, you know, talking to budget, we're not seeing a lesser budget. We're just seeing lesser people involved in the wedding, Mm. you know, lesser guests. It's the meaningful experience. And tying that back to flowers, this is where doing your own flowers, you're going to be able to create a whole experience. You're going to be able to choose the flowers that you want, and they're going to tie back to, you know, maybe your proposal was at the botanical garden in the jungle house, then you can tie in some of those, you know, really tropical greenery into your wedding. And secondly, this is one of my favorite, and this is the very first wedding I ever did as a wedding florist, which I'm not. I am a DIYer. I've never (laughs) taken a class because I really want to be like everybody else. I don't want to be that person to where, oh, yeah, I took a class. I have an alphabet soup behind my name and I do things uber professionally here. We do it more like, no, I want to be like, like, I want to be that, you know, the person that I'm afraid of making a boutonniere. And the first boutonniere I made was about this long and that's about (laughs) eight inches. And I didn't know how to fix it. And my friend who I was doing this for, she was, you know, five foot two. And I made a bouquet for her for someone who was like six five. She was like toppling over. It would have been like hand weights. Yeah, exactly. She was actually a marathon runner too. So it was kind of perfect. It was like, (laughs) run and do your weights at the same time. No joking. And I would say that those are tricky pieces to make. And we've got great tips on how to do that. And because I did it wrong the first Mm -hmm. time, I can help you do it right the year time. However, Fast-forwarding to what I loved most about that wedding is both of her parents had remarried and both of his parents had remarried. So there were eight sets of grandparents. They were my team. Wow. And we all had so much fun decorating the venue. They could help share in this beautiful love story, in this beautiful day that we created And they not only got to be a participant, but they got to also talk about the experience of making those centerpieces and how we all came together. And it was a whole day. And that's where doing your own wedding flowers brings in such a special level to your wedding. And, you know, a lot of the fear of doing your own wedding flowers, we've got some really great ideas of how you can practice. You know, for example, you're going to have a shower, put in a bouquet bar and at your shower, let people practice with making their flowers. You know, we have these beautiful curated kits, you know, they come with all the elements that you're going to need to be able to let, you know, eight, 10, 20, 30 people make a bouquet and walk away with just a little bit of that joy from the day and carry it with them to their house. As well as get some practice on how wholesale flowers arrive to you and what it takes to set up, what it takes to make a bouquet.
0: That's brilliant. So it's not just the physical flowers themselves, it's the experience of pulling them together. I, I would imagine like it's really uh, affirming for the engaged person, mm-hmm. like actually going, I can do this. <laughs> sure, I was petrified before, but I did it. And yeah, the pride that would come with that. That's brilliant. On the flip side then, Lisa, because, you know, the camp, the wedding flowers camp, I feel like it's squarely divided down the center between you've got to go professional and DIY is the way to go. What do you think people misunderstand about DIY wedding flowers?
1: Well, here's a great misunderstanding. We have three different levels of DIY at 50 Flowers. We have done for you, which are kits that come ready to go in the box. So if you're, you know, if you're that bride who you're like, you know what? I really just want it all done for me. Yeah, hands off. (laughs) Which I don't blame you. It can be a lot of work. We ship you your bridal bouquet, boutonnieres, centerpieces, you know, all different flower crowns. It all comes in a box and they're professionally curated. They're beautiful. You can still Mm -hmm. DIY your flowers without truly DIYing your flowers. And the second level is we have professionally curated kits that have all the elements. They have the focal flowers, the filler flowers, the lime flowers, and the greenery. They're just the amount of stems to make every single one of your bouquets that you want to make. And then... If you're one of those brides that just want to like, I know what I'm going to do. I know how I'm going to do it. We have the catalog of all of the book flowers on the website. Going back to doing your own wedding flowers. First off, it takes a lot of room and there's a lot of waste and a lot of trash that comes along with it. You know, you just need the space to be able to do your own wedding flowers. Second off, you need to build an incredible team. It's kind of like the way a football team is built. You need to have a coach, you need to have your quarterback, you need to have your running back, you need to have your defenders, you know, you need to have a little bit, your offense, your defense, you know, a little bit of everything. And if you build your team properly, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, Camille, when we were talking about building our business teams, Mm. if you build and you have very clear instructions on this is when things are going to come, this is how we have to process You know, you order your supplies in advance. It's follow the plan that we give you and we'll help you with. And you have the right
0: people. Maybe a lot of couples just go, okay, to DIY my wedding flowers, it's just me. And... I'll go and source them all on my own. I'll go and purchase them all on my own. I'll make my own plan. I won't involve anyone else. That's okay. I can do them all on my own. And these are the people I feel that really burn out, that really go DIY wedding flowers. It's the worst. I think that might be the biggest misconception. Am I close? You still haven't written your vows yet, have you? Let me help. In around 20 minutes or so, you can easily write personalized wedding vows, unlike anything you've heard before, that will make your fiance feel like the most loved, understood, and appreciated person on the planet. The how to write wedding vows that don't suck. <laughs> Instant download 17 page PDF ebook walks you through a step by step format for your vows, how to find the right words and phrases to describe your feelings and your fiance, how to write that crucial first draft and create your final wedding vows masterpiece. So, if you don't know how or even where to start, if you've been Googling your little heart out, or if you've been calling them wedding vows, a E I O U, this ebook is for you. Included in there are also some bonus secrets for getting the most out of your wedding ceremony. So make sure you download your copy right now and get Write Your Wedding Vows crossed off your to do list today. The link is in the show notes.
1: I believe that is the biggest misconception. If you think that you can do it all, On top of everything else that comes within your wedding, you're going to be spread too thin and you're not going to enjoy the day. And it is about curating your team and thinking about when you're getting your hair done, what is your grandmother going to be doing? She could be helping wrap your bouquet. Then an approach you can have is to hybrid your wedding flowers, you know, centerpieces, If you want something elaborate, you know, that's up on a pedestal, leave that to the professionals. However, there are really simple, easy centerpieces that you can adorn your table with some beautiful flowers that it really doesn't take that much skill. Making your bridal bouquet It's a little bit more advanced. And if you're going to want, you know, a a complicated bridal, okay, leave that to a florist and you could do the centerpieces. So there's a lot of different options of how you can incorporate DIY wedding flowers into your wedding journey. You're bringing all of Mm -hmm. these people together you know, different times of your life, your high school friends they're with your college friends who are with your workmates, yeah. they don't know each other. What's their common denominator? You. And then you have your future spouses, you know, workmates, college mates, what better way to bring together than the morning of your rehearsal dinner, let's all come together and do some flowers. You're going to get to know each other really well and create a fun bond that will carry out throughout the entire wedding.
0: That could be so fun though, really. Like, you know, I'll supply the champagne and the flowers. You just come with a great attitude and everyone just would meet and laugh and really bond like over something new as well, over something shared, something Mm -hmm. created, which is absolutely brilliant. I really like that. Yeah, and it's something when you really think about it,
1: very few people are going to have the experience. So it almost like levels everyone.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Our saying it unbridly is weddings are a team sport. We don't think for a second that a wedding just happens in isolation in a vacuum from everything else and everyone else that you don't sort of rock up on your wedding day as these two individuals without history without people, without stories, without baggage as well. And yeah, it's the whole, you know, it takes a village to raise a child kind of thing. We really think it takes a whole bunch of people, hopefully some professional vendors in there to, you know, help lift things along. But it sounds like as well, with DIY flowers through 50 flowers, that you're also providing that support and not just you know, throwing flowers at them and go, yeah, good luck. Have fun with that. You know, you've got the support in place, which I love. So for those couples who are going, okay, all right, I'm feeling inspired. I want to bring my people together, but we're on a budget. Everyone's on a budget, as you said before, Lisa. But can you share some tips for budget conscious couples who are kind of thinking, yeah, we'd like to create our own floral arrangements Absolutely. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about. Well,
1: number one is fall in love with a look rather than a specific flower.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Hmm? So, peonies. Everyone loves peonies.
0: They're gorgeous. They're beautiful.
1: So, with a peony, you can recreate a peony by using carnations. Stop it! And to the naked eye, you'd never know. Mm -hmm. We have a great tutorial on our blog on how to do that. However, you still can have a peony in your arrangements. You don't need an abundance. You can trickle in a couple of what we call a peony is a focal flower, it's the star of the show. And you trickle in just a couple of those into your bouquet or into your arrangements, and then you fill it in with other different types of focal flowers and filler flowers, and that right there will save you. The second is repurpose your flowers. You know, if your bridesmaids are carrying bridesmaids bouquets, you can use those as centerpieces, or you can adorn your head table with those, which will save you having to budget for all of the other areas that you want to decorate in. And, you know, 10 years ago, it was focused on seasonal flowers, what flowers are in season. However, I am so proud of our flower industry for this. We've expanded. A rose grower would only grow roses. And today I'm seeing rose growers kind of expand out and grow a little bit of different flowers. And, you know, we talk about Dahlia. They're very seasonal up here in the United States. And when you have a dahlia, everyone loves dahlias. They're beautiful. We now grow them year round in Colombia. We don't have all of the unique eclectic varieties, but we have the main varieties, you know, like your white dahlia, the black, what we call the burgundy black dahlia. We can get them year round now. So, Ten years ago, you know, one of my tips was buy flowers that are in season.
0: Right.
1: And now we have freesias year-round. You know, we have tulips year-round. We have flowers
0: year-round that were unavailable to a January bride. Yeah, that's crazy. I hadn't really thought about that shift, I guess, into more of a, well, it's a global market as well, isn't it?
1: I'm mesmerized of my own Like what we do in operations, you know, on a weekly basis when it's wedding season, we're delivering flowers to about in between 2,000 and 3,000 weddings. Oh, holy shit.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God, that just blew my mind. Wow. Yes. Okay. We're not on a small scale here. No,
1: we're not on a small scale. And one thing that I love most of all about my company is that I know who we're delivering mm. flowers to. Even though we're so big, our customer care, they are flower mm. experts. And we all understand the importance of your deliveries and your wedding. I completely forgot one of the most important parts of what we offer at 50 Flowers is we do these beautiful wedding flower consultations where you can book a consultation and we help you hand in hand put together your entire journey.
0: That's brilliant.
1: You know, you show us your vision. We give you the flowers that are in, we give you a a recipe sheet that says, this is what packages you need to buy. All you have to do is hit buy. Then we give you everything you need to prep for the day that your flowers are going to arrive. We can also give you instructional videos on how to curate all of these beautiful arrangements that you're going to make and you can even call us all along the way that I, mm-hmm. I I love because we're real life people and if you for example are in contact with Lucy you're going to be with Lucy all the way through and she is going to be there for you the day that your flowers get delivered we text message we can chat with you because yeah that's
0: the big chasm in weddings, is that the personal nature of it means that many, many businesses need to be small, need to be agile, you know, need to be nimble. Um, because I get it, dear listener, you think that your wedding is the only one that's happening, even though you know Lisa is pushing out two to three thousand, you know, DIY wedding flowers, but you know, to the person getting married, it feels like you're the only person on the planet who's going through that at that time, doesn't it?
1: As you should. You know, it's very interesting when you trust 50 flowers to deliver you beauty, that Mm. is our mission. Our mission is that you are completely satisfied and you know what you've signed Mm. up for too. Because to get flowers from the fields, to your arms. That's why I talk about farmed arms because it's very different.
0: Oh, I thought it was just a cute phrase. Yeah, I get what you're saying, Lisa. Yeah, it's literally in your wedding, like situated, pretty, arranged. Yeah, in your arms. I get it. I love hearing about what your company does, what it has done in the last 25 years, did you say?
1: Well, we've been – it's been 20 years with 50, yes.
0: I like the way that you do things. I like that you give, you know, DIY couples an option but without leaving them floating in, you know, in no man's land. Oh, yeah. But I can't help but think because I'm in here in Australia, what do the Aussies do? What do the Canadians do? What do the New Zealanders, the guys in the UK like, what do they do without 50 flowers? What we need to do is
1: find somebody in each one of those that can just take advantage of our model. Let's, let's franchise this thing. It's a, flowers are tricky. Choosing who you're going to work with is, I think, one of the most important parts of seeing your flower vendor. Yeah. Up here in the States, we have big box stores that they sell wedding flowers. You know, they also sell, you ready for this? Lawnmowers, bulk tampons, and milk. That makes complete sense. (laughs) Well, you get it at a discount. That, to me, is a pain point. Because who you're trusting to deliver your flowers is extremely Mm. important. When things go wrong, who's going to be there 100% for you? And I can talk about stories of you know, we have gone above and beyond and we go above and beyond because we have a personal history with you. You're not just a person who ordered flowers Mm. over the internet.
0: That's Mm. the thing, isn't it? Who stands behind the product or the service? You know, at the end of the day, especially, you know, if you're planning on getting married once, you got one shot at it. You really need... Yeah, the backup, the support, the advice, Mm -hmm. all of those things. And I've got to tell you, Lisa, you know, I think that's where my own personal wedding floral journey into DIY wedding flowers uh, went really wrong because. uh, (laughs) Tell me more. I'm so curious. It's so funny now that I look back. Uh, This year, 2024, is my husband and my 10th wedding anniversary. Wow, congratulations. Cheers. And I look back and we had no budget whatsoever. And I went, do you know what? Flowers, they are beautiful. But as I said at the start, I have no real comprehension of what's a good flower. You know, I barely know the names of some of them. But um, I wanted a very modern wedding. I wanted a very clean look. And I went, do you know what? I kind of dig, and it's ten years ago, so you know, no judgy on the uh, on the style. But it was mainly succulents. There were some little uh, we call them billy buttons here in Australia. They're like little yellow pom poms on sticks. Billy balls, okay. So we call them billy buttons here. So I had billy balls. I had succulents. A few little white flowers. Couldn't even tell you what they were. But this idiot. Started growing them a year and a half before the wedding, tended to them in the freaking garden, <laughs> um, you know, sheltered them in storms, mm-hmm. did all the things, mm-hmm. went online, learnt how to put uh, skewers and, you know, the little bits of uh, floral wire through the succulent heads. And, man, there I was two days before the wedding trying to learn how to do it for the first time as well, you know. Didn't worry about doing practicing because yes. mm-hmm. it's me. Uh, yeah, it was pretty much a disaster. And, yeah, the bottom line is I had no plan. I didn't have, you know, beautiful florist-grown flowers. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a team to help me. I went, no, no, I've got this. Yeah. I've got this, everyone. This this is me. Don't you even worry about it. Type A, control freak. And, you know, there's no one I could turn yeah. to to go, well, these flowers aren't great, Camille, even though you grew them in your own garden. You know, now what do I do? There was no one to ask those questions of. And for me, I spiraled like really quick. And it was two days before our wedding. Mm -hmm. My grandmother had died the week prior. So I was super emotional as well. And I just, I really fucked it up, to be honest. And yeah, I guess when I'm thinking about, the service that you provide. I just wish that there was 50 flowers here in Australia, for example, and for my other listeners all around the globe as well. We need you, Lisa.
1: Let's do it. You want to open up another business? Yeah. I mean, you've got overnight delivery service there, right? Yeah.
0: Okay, let's work it out. Dear listener, 2025. 50 Flowers Australia.
1: Yay or nay? No, seriously. <laughs> you think I'm
0: oh, got to do it. Got to do it. I love the service that you provide, Lisa, and thank you so much for sharing those tips as well. Did you have any other tips for those budget-conscious couples?
1: You know, I think hearing your story helped me really resonate with two things. First off, you can do it, especially if you practice. Yeah. So believe you can do it, build your team around you, And practice. There are plenty of opportunities to practice. You know, up here in the States, you can bring home your own flowers from the grocery store, but bring home flowers Mm. and practice. You know, it, it doesn't take much. Keeping it simple, flowers are beautiful. They're going to, you know, shine. You don't need to make it all fancy and complicated.
0: Yeah, let the natural beauty shine through. That's a really good tip, actually, rather than overcomplicating things. Before we wrap this up, Lisa, is there anything else that you'd love to get across to the listener? Yes, I do
1: want to get one point across, and it is my favorite, being with my technology background, I want to talk about a wedding trend that I think is extremely important for us all to talk about. It is bringing AI into our wedding arena. But I think one thing that's really important when we talk about AI, we all start to get nervous and this feeling of it's changing the world, it's going to take over. I want to debunk that and put on a different lens and say what AI is going to do for your wedding is it's going to help you maximize creativity, minimize decision fatigue, especially if you know how to prompt AI properly. Yes. And it's going to push us professionals to be even more creative for you. You know, do you remember the days of like doing seating charts or trying to visualize this napkin, how it's going to go with this flower? And now with AI, we can just prompt it properly and there you see it.
0: Yeah. It's a massive shortcut, isn't it?
1: I love that you just Mm. said shortcut and instead of looking at it as fear look at it as one of the most glorious
0: tools that we can use to take out the stress of planning awesome Lisa so much information in there I can't wait to share this with my listeners but you know basically if people are loving what they're hearing and they want to work with 50 flowers where do they find you Oh, on the
1: internet.
0: (laughs) What is this internet you speak of? (laughs) Yes.
1: You can go to 50flowers.com. You can check out all of our DIY offerings. And while you're on there, you can also reach out, text with us. You can chat with us. You can schedule a consult so we can start to help you plan your wedding. And we have all the socials. You can follow us on Instagram, Pinterest, everywhere.
0: Beautiful, so good to Yay! speak with you, Lisa. My brain is just absolutely buzzing, and yeah maybe maybe there's an opportunity to make some flowers for my anniversary. I'm thinking
1: I was about to say, why don't you come up and do like your tenth wedding anniversary at Vegas all right I don't know why I said
0: Vegas, but I don't know why I said all right <laughs> but. <laughs> I love that we're both on board with this. It's such a pleasure to meet with you, to chat with you. Thank you so much for your time. Hope to chat with you real soon. Thank you so much, Camille. This was such a pleasure. Thank you for letting me share. That about wraps it up for this episode of the Unbridly Podcast. For the links and resources we mentioned, please head to the show notes. And if you love the show, please review and subscribe on the podcast platform you're on now so you don't miss out on a single episode. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, weddings are a team sport. Catch you soon.